If all real estate agents were created equally, then every agent would be able to get you top dollar when selling your home. There's a huge gap that exists between the traditional real estate agent and Tracy Cousineau's team of real estate expert advisors. The difference? Tracy Cousineau and her team can not only get you up to 18% more for your home, they have an entire team of professionals all working for you. Teams of negotiators, marketing, graphic design uh, design team, a photography and videography department, home staging team, listing and closing coordinating team, tracycousineau.com. That's cousin with an E-A-U because you know she's going to sell your home 855-MY-EXPERT. Hi, my name is Lieutenant Kellen Johnson, and I'm serving at Camp Lemonier in the Horn of Africa. I want to wish my mother, Karen Newberger, who lives in Alpharetta, Georgia, a happy Mother's Day. I love you and can't wait to see you soon. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years until July 2019. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife, and I want my MTV. Do you remember MTV? Of course like I remember. before they showed like Ridiculousness all day. Teen long. Mom, which you watch, which is Donna. shocking. That that is one of your favorite shows. Teen Mom. I've you, never missed an episode. <laughs> Why are we doing this? I mean, but I mean, it's you. Well, don't be embarrassed by it. All right. The reason I want my MTV and what I've been doing is um, a friend of mine, Nicole, posted. Um, there's this guy, and it's on archive.org, and he has archived footage from all the 1980s from MTV, and um, it started as to just. And you may, you may not remember this, but I remember the day it MTV launched on August first, 1981. And so he logged from 1981 to 1989. But here's the cool thing. He archived it with commercials. So you can see exactly how it ran as it ran in real time. And some, of, some of the shows? Everything. Yeah, the shows, the the videos that they ran. I mean, it's just archived footage of what was actually running. from. And he did it from 1981 to 1989, from the first hour they signed on to 1989. And you can watch it at archive.org. But you can also watch it on Apple TV if you have that. But I was obsessed when MTV came out. Do you remember when MTV would do the spring breaks? Yeah. From like Daytona and those places. And it was just like debauchery. <laughs> and you were just watching it on <laughs> you TV. You wish you were there. Oh, my gosh. But you were like in middle school, you know, and you're thinking, I can't Well, I wait. was in kindergarten. Well, yes, there's that. Hmm. But anyways, Nina, we didn't, we didn't have the same shows on MTV. We were two, we're two different generations. Right. Do you remember the first video they played? Uh, the Buggles video killed the radio yeah. star. That comes up in trivia all the time. But. Yeah. Like Nina Blackwood, mm-hmm. Alan Hunter, the original BJs. Many of them are now on Sirius XM satellite. Yeah. Radio. They have their own satellite shows, yeah. but it's really cool. If you want to check it out, it's at archive.org. And um, I've been watching some of it and it's, it's very entertaining. What was the show they did in the afternoon? Total well, Carson, Live? TRL. TRL. Yeah. Carson Daly did it for a while, I think. Yeah, and... he started it. Okay. Yeah, and everybody who was anybody would stop by there. And you watched it when you got home from school. Yeah, and it was in the middle of Times Square. So mm-hmm. if you went to New York, you could go down and watch it live. What was your Core 57 hype song? I'm going to add to the board a little more Pearl Jam. Okay. All right. Have I added Even Flow? No. All right. Even Flow. You know that riff, that opening riff. It's one of those rock songs where when you hear that, Opening guitar chord, you know what it is. Yeah, it's a great song. I I have such a mild obsession, not even mild, with Eddie Vedder. I mean, 
you know those lists where like what's your one person that you or your spouse like if they walked in the room and your said, hall pass yeah your hall pass i think eddie eddie Vedder. yes oh my gosh because he, he's he's very intelligent write that down. he's kind of like rock and roll smart you know and they were getting ready to launch a really cool tour i know pre-covid and they've had to cancel it but they were gonna who's your hall pass well you know we'll, we'll have the conversation okay at lunch or something all but, right um i'll add even flow Okay, and your core 57 hype song on the way here? Mine was Hall and Oates, Rich Girl. Oh, I love that song. I do too. And I heard it the other day, and I was like, She's I've got it. She's a rich girl. She's a rich girl. Yeah. So I'm going to add that. I love Hall and Oates. They still tour. I wonder if they like each other. Like, you know, any band, especially a duo, it's one thing if you're a band because you have members to play off of, and maybe some people don't get along with some people, but you know what I mean? But like Hall and Oates, I wonder if they really like each other. You know, we talked about Brooks and Dunn before. Who I think they genuinely. There's a time period they couldn't stand each other. Yeah, but I think they're back together. They like each other now. They're back. To, I, I wouldn't. They're back. To, if if they are back together and are yeah. going to tour in some Capacity. fashion after all this, then, then yeah. they're doing it for the money. For yeah. sure. But do you think they talk to each other like on off days? No. Like, hey, no. Brooks, what are you doing? Brooks and Dunn? Hey, Brooks, no. it's done. No. no, no, they don't. He's like, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> don't, call done. don't call yeah. me. Don't call me. Lose that my convers- number. But that conversation was had 15 years, 10, 10 years ago. Yeah. When they went their separate ways. That's a lot of water under the bridge when you're touring with someone like that, you know, all the time. Living with them on the road and, you know, yeah. it's a business too. So you have yeah. you have disagreements about business. You have disagreements about. Well, and usually one person is more creative. One person person's more business minded. So. All right. So we're going to add even flow Pearl Jam and Hall & Oates Rich Girl to the Caddy and Donna Core 57 Spotify Hype Song Playlist. Check that out when you're on Spotify. And um, we're excited to let you know. The Core 57, downtown Alpharetta, is now open. Yay! Uh, the gym is clean. It's been sanitized. It will continue to be sanitized uh, all the time. Workouts are now designed to maintain safe social distancing. So you're going to have your own private station to complete your exercises uh, that are provided for you. So uh, book your workout time in advance. Core 57, downtown Alpharetta. And if um, you know this whole thing has made you look at gyms, maybe you belong to one of the huge gyms, and you start to look at it a little differently. Like you know, maybe even thinking about it before coronavirus and COVID nineteen. You know, I'm, I'm looking for a smaller gym as opposed to this huge big box gym that I'm going to. Um, maybe now is the time to to think about that more and consider Core Fifty Seven Downtown Alpharetta. Excited for you, Colleen, and appreciate your support of my second act. I will no longer justify. Be going out by adding the footnote. Uh, we were social distancing. Or I, we, I always we, add that. You, you should. I'm, I will no longer do that. We followed all the rules. We did the right thing. I wore my mask. No, I'm not. You're I'm not going to wear your mask or you're not going to quantify? I'm not embarrassed and will not feel shame or feel the need to hide or keep secret the fact that I've gotten a great haircut. That. Um, I have been out to lunch two times, been to dinner once. Um, okay, but when you've been to lunch, because I've been to lunch with you one time, we sat at a picnic pa- table with just the two of us. But that's but right. Again, I'm doing just, just no, I'm doing the right things. Assume. Right. Assume, Assume the, the sale. sale. Assume the sale. And here's here's a story. Here's something that I shared with a friend of mine the other day. If in conversation I say to you, Donna and I went out, we had a few drinks, had a good time, had a few drinks and saw some friends, whatever, whatever. I don't feel the need to say to you, but we didn't drink and drive. Just assume that I'm smart enough to not drink and drive. 
Right. You follow me? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. I'm not going to say to you in conversation or on social media or in the podcast telling a story. Um, you know, I met uh, Richie and Raider for lunch. Great to see them both. Richie's one of my closest friends. You know, I love my Raider, who's a canine uh, officer with the Alpharetta Department of Public Safety. If I share that story with you, then I got a veggie plate, which was fantastic, at Smokejack on Main Street, downtown Alpharetta, and we sat outside and we social distanced. I'm not going to add all of that. Those details. To to the conversation because it's irrelevant. But but people are. Every every social post I see, it's, you know, but we were at a safe distance or we. I assume that you're smart enough if you're out. I assume that you're smart enough and you're making the right decisions to do those kinds of things. You don't need to tell me that. And I'm not going to tell you that anymore. I, well, I have a theory on this, though. You're not telling it for other people. You're telling it for yourself to make yourself feel better. I agree. So that you don't get blowback from people thinking that you're being careless. Blow me back. back. Not today. All right, listen. But it's so you don't, because you're almost trying to make yourself feel better. Maybe you're not, but most people are. What, by putting in the the footnotes? The footnotes. We social distance. I follow the rules. Everybody was doing what they were expected to do. I'm just not doing that anymore. It's a waste of breath. It's kind of like, you know, car ads when you hear them on TV. And at the end, the, the really fast talking, you've done it before when you've had to do car ads. The disclaimer. Yes. <laughs> you need to like, uh, it needs like, there needs to be one disclaimer and you can just post it on your social media post or wherever, you know. Or play it for people. Might have it in your voice memos or something. Yeah. There's an alarming trend uh, across the nation. And the trend is this. People that are not going to the ER, to the emergency room when they really need to. And, and the, we're talking like heart attacks and, and strokes. That's very scary. If you check your podcast library, we did an episode, had a conversation not too long ago with the Dr. Arthur Reitman, who is medical director for the cardiac cath labs at Wellstar Health System. And we had the conversation about how people are are putting off or delaying coming to the emergency rooms and how you, you, you can't do that. Well, and he was saying that all the great work that they've done as doctors to, you know, give people the signs of strokes or, or cardiac issues, that they almost feel like they're starting to go backwards because people are so afraid to show up at, you know, emergency rooms or at hospitals right now and that you should not feel this way. Wellstar is taking every precaution to protect emergency patients from the spread of infections. If you have a medical emergency, don't wait. You cannot afford to wait. Call 911. It can save your life. And as a heart attack survivor and a forever grateful Wellstar patient who did wait, even in a non-pandemic, you can't afford to do that for your health. You can't afford to do that for your family. Wellstar Health System the largest trauma and emergency network in the state. And you can go to wellstar.org forward slash COVID-19 to find updates, tools, and resources to help you stay safe and healthy. Wellstar, more than healthcare, it's people care. The price of death has been greatly reduced. Okay. To just $28. Two eight. Two eight. Okay. On February 11th, we posted an episode of this podcast, and the title was Death Starts at 269. This was February 11th. This was at least a full month before everything hit the fan. That seems pricey compared to $28 now. The episode title is a play on a commercial that I saw for Carnival 
that fund starts at 269. On February 11th, there was at least conversations being had about coronavirus, and Carnival did not pull their ad campaign, and they continued to push fun starts at 269. And I said, no, 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 death starts at 269. And look at what happened to the cruising industry. Yeah, it's a mess. Well, on August 1st, Carnival says, we're going to sail the high seas again on August the 1st. I don't, how, but how are they allowed to do that? And they're pitching it as $28 a day is what it costs your family to cruise. Oh, it's going to cost a lot more than that. In medical bills and heartache and when you're stuck in the middle of the sea. They say, and I swear I saw this in a press release, because I'm part of the Apple Media Group, I get all kinds of press releases, press releases and pitches for the podcast. And in a press release in Carnival that I got, they say August trips for as little as $28 a day, which for some is cheaper than staying home. <laughs> oh my gosh now, who's in charge of their marketing i don't know i don't know the price of death has been greatly reduced um and and, and i want to say if cruising is your thing and you want to go go for it again for i'm it. the guy i'm I, i'm not going to have it or present myself as being going both ways so do you think if somebody's getting their flip-flops and they're getting on a cruise should they be giving you like should they be saying to us in their social media i know you guys probably think it's too early but should they be giving us their statement? I don't think that they should have to. You know, with with the opening up of states, there are certainly some things I am comfortable with. And there are many more things that I'm not. But I make that decision for myself. I would not go bowl right now. I just wouldn't do it. Right. You know? But if you want to go bowling, that's up to you. I'm not going to You're not going to get a tattoo right now. For that. Well... I've thought about that, getting a, a, a tattoo sleeve featuring uh, like a lyrical tribute to Mason Ramsey. Or remember him? He was the Walmart yodeling boy. Oh, my gosh. You know, and maybe a wolf or a dragon. All right. Or a cross of some sort. And you got to throw in Psalm 23-4. Okay. Back, on all tattoo sleeves. Back back to the So cruising. I've thought about that. I'm not going to say, again, but if I got a tattoo, don't come at me. Well, if you get that tattoo, I'm coming at you. <laughs> okay. So be prepared. So if you want to go sailing on Carnival on August 1st, that's your choice. I'm not, you know, I, I just would not, you know, but I think that it's too, I think we have to respect the decisions that are being made by everybody. And if you don't agree with it, then yeah. you don't, then you don't, no one has to agree with. It's just very hard to social distance in, in any form on a cruise ship. Now, I will tell you this. I said this to you yesterday. I was at um, Kroger yesterday and I had my mask on and I had to pick up a few things. I do think there's also this other thing going on that's like extreme social distancing. Like yesterday, I noticed more people without masks than I had, you know, in the past. And again, whatever doesn't thrill me, but I've got my mask on. But there were a couple of people that I passed. And when they were you know, say they were in the bread aisle and someone was kind of probably closer than they should have been. They were making such a big deal. Like this one woman was like, oh my gosh, you need to back up. What have you not heard about social distancing? And then I heard this other woman walking through the, you know, grocery store just going off about half of this store doesn't have masks on. This is ridiculous. Where do these people? And it's almost like now, if anybody gets too close to you, you almost like shudder. You know, you're like, I mean, I was picking out some hamburger meat. And this man was like, you know, right in my space. 
and you do sort of kind of give them the evil eye, but then you think, God, look what we're becoming. Like what we talked about in an earlier pod, we're like zombies, you know, just no human contact, no smiling, no, you know, if you, if you exit, cause I am such a hugger and everything. And if you accidentally touch someone, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I, you know, I know I'm not supposed to touch you. I mean, just think how that sounds, you know, but I think it's, it's swinging. Everyone is so highly charged right now, so highly political and just so highly charged that it's swinging really wildly from side to side. You know, hopefully we can find a, a middle ground, but you know, I don't know. That's really tough. Almost 99% of the human body is made up of six elements, oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, nitrogen, calcium, and phosphorus. I Googled that. I wouldn't know that. Wait, what? Where's water? On Don't that? ask questions, Donna. All right. All right. My body is full of sulfur often, but that didn't make the six overall for most humans. Okay. So. What are you made of? What will your body be made of post-quarantine is the question. What are you coming out of quarantine? Your, your six that you went into quarantine with will not be the same six coming out. Again, the, the six uh, elements that make up most of your body. I have my list. Do you have a list? Yeah, you want me to do mine first? Uh, sure. Okay, so here's my six. Coffee, lots of coffee. Okay. Um, iced green matcha lattes. Don't know what that is. Well, I mean, I drink them like they're going out of style. Uh, Swedish fish. I'm addicted to these new Publix key lime cookies. Pringles and an occasional mandarin vodka. That's what I've got. All right. Okay. What are you coming out of here made of? Number one, cinnamon toast crunch churros. C- cereal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two, Utz crab potato chips. Okay. Gross. Gross. Have you ever had them? I bought them for you because I was just like, I just want to see if he is crazy oh enough gosh. to eat these things. They're awesome. I never heard of that brand either. Is that oh, like yeah, a, they're, is that, they're good. Is yeah. That, is it store brand or is that? Yeah, no, like it's a like Lays? a. It's like from. I think it's from New Orleans. I think it's from Louisiana. Okay, uh, number three, hot dog okay, water. What does that even mean? <laughs> it means the water that you boil hot dogs in. Okay, but we haven't had hot dogs, and we grill I've had on. plenty of hot dogs. You and have? I boil them, so I have consumed much hot dog water. Oh god. <laughs> okay, number four, chicken and a biscuit. Okay, that's true. Now, my grandmother Diddy, D I T T Y. My my mother's mom Diddy because I couldn't say Dixie growing up. Well, right. And so no. we called her Diddy. And it's stuck. Anyway, a Diddy who would sit at her kitchen table in Silva, North Carolina, and with one drag, smoke an entire cigarette, uh, would eat an ash in her coffee cup. Oh, okay. Would sit with a box of chicken in a biscuit. And just eat them plain? Yeah. And so they I, are I've good. always, and when I eat them, it reminds me of Diddy. Oh. Uh, noodles, tons and tons of just assorted noodles. We, we Angel eat hair, so many noodles at our house. Um, fettuccine, lasagna noodles. Uh, because the kids eat so many noodles. What are the noodles. things you cooked in your dorm? Oh, ramen noodles. Plenty of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number six, state fair corn dogs. Oh, my God. But all beef. They're the best corn dog you can get. Yeah. At least you're getting the all beef. So that's my six. Uh, Paul Holla Baker shared her six on the Cadillac Jack uh, Facebook fan page. Wine, spaghetti. Salsaritas? I don't know what that is. I think it's like a chip. Chocolate milk, sundrop, and did I say wine? Sundrop. She's a good old North Carolina girl. Sundrop. Let me tell you something. If you get lucky, you can find sundrop in Hall County, which is Gainesville. At the Piggly Wiggly. Uh, well, that's I'm sure they have one there, but you're referring to the one in Dillard, which is oh, right. much further north. But in Metro Atlanta, 
And, and Hawk County's considered Metro Atlanta to most. You can occasionally find it there. I don't know where the line is, but I, I, I believe that it's Hall County in Northward. But Sundrop, growing up on, on Sundrop, man. So. And Cheerwine. You love Cheerwine. And again, Cheerwine is the line, I think, is Hall County. You can't really find it. Maybe at an Ingalls because they're based in Asheville, North Carolina. So if you find an Ingalls here in Atlanta, you occasionally can get a Cheerwine or a Sundrop, but they're tough to find. Sometimes they have them on like the um, soda things. There is a sweet tea line. Did you know that? Of what? Well, I remember when I moved for a brief period to Maine that the sweet tea line stops at about Virginia. Oh, I see the sweet tea line. Yes. Okay. And anytime after that, like if you go into a McDonald's or anywhere and you ask for sweet tea, they're like, no. And it's seasonal. Like they only have sweet tea in certain seasons. You know, it's not like us in the South where we just drink it and drink it and drink it and drink it. I remember we were in New York City years ago for a getaway or something, and I was craving sweet tea. We couldn't find it anywhere in New York City, but McDonald's had it. Yeah. And I was like, ah. Oh, yeah, I think some of that changed McDonald's when they opened the Chick-fil-A's win. up there. Yes. McDonald's for the win. Um, how is the coronavirus changing television production? A couple of notes I found interesting. Um, if you're a fan of the show Orange is the New Black, which is a show on Netflix, uh, the creator of that show, and you, you see his or her name on the title card every episode, but I don't know if it's a he or she, and I don't know how to pronounce the name. Jinji Kohan. That is working on a project called Social Distance, and it's being written and directed and produced and performed 100% remotely. The actors uh, that will be a part of this anthology series on, on life and lockdown are, are filming themselves, and we're seeing that everywhere. I know we spoke last, last pod about American Idol. Yeah. And the job that they're doing. And I, I bet it is more challenging for producers and those behind the scenes of Idol to pull this off oh, yeah. than it would be to pull off a live show yeah. in Hollywood just because of the logistics. And like you said, uh, you know, everybody has a, they ship the exact same equipment to everybody so that everybody's on a level playing field. Well, so Sunday. And you can't add like a, a zipper right. or something. You know, if you, if, you, if you had one, you can't add just a random Something that would give you an advantage. Whatever day you're and listening. And I don't know what a zipper is. But. Well, I don't either. But whatever day you're listening to the pod, like if the last American Idol for this show was like over the weekend. But at any rate, there were horrible storms again in Nashville. And so they kept losing Luke Bryan because, you know, he had set up his equipment. But then like half of Nashville lost their, has lost their internet, everything for like four or five days. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's the other thing is you can't you can't go back and fix as much stuff when it's live and everybody's doing it remotely themselves. But like Bravo, there are some series that they've had to stop filming. And I think there's a lot of those, but even like reality shows where they had to quit filming the real housewives of Atlanta, they had to have the um, reunion show, which was supposed to be, you know, a couple of over the weekend, they had to have that virtually. So you can't pull wigs. No, you can't pull wigs. You can't pull wigs. That's right. On the reunion show. That's right. Uh, The Kardashians. Ugh. I know. I love that show. I know. Trust me, I know. On March 17th, right as the stuff was about to hit, the stuff meaning the shit, uh, iPhones were delivered to each family member so they could continue to film on their own. And originally, I thought this was very interesting. Originally, they were going to just ask every all the Kardashians and Disick and everybody to upload their footage to like a Google Drive so that the producers could then go through the the footage and decide what they wanted to use. But they decided to have runners, which are people on shows that, that – do just that they run you know whether it's just running errands for sure. a show so they they decided to have runners pick up the iphones from all of the kardashian uh, kardashian's homes once a week so that the footage would be as high res as possible yeah which is a very smart yeah 
idea. I mean, but think about that. Keeping up with the Kardashians and so many shows right now are being shot idle using iPhones and Zoom teleconferencing. I know. It's crazy. Crazy. I had lunch with Officer Richie and Raider. Um, and I'm not going to put the disclaimer up that we social distance and, and follow the rules. And, well, you said earlier. Yeah. So scratch that. Uh, had a great visit. I had seen Officer Richie, who's one of my closest friends since uh, since this all began. And and, and, and Raider is his cute canine uh, lab, black lab. Partner. Yeah. And I hadn't seen Raider uh, either. And so it was great to visit and catch up with him. And I think she'd forgotten who I was. I was oh. Our Godfather. Anyway, on the way there, Richie says to me, he had to pull over two people for left on red. Oh, no. He started to shift at 6 a.m. the morning or the day we had lunch, and we oh. met around noon. So in a six-hour period, he said, you're not going to believe this. I pulled over two oh, no. for turning left on red. Do you think I created this problem? I don't think so. One oh. was an Uber driver, he said. I didn't even know Uber well, was know up them. driving. Yeah, I don't know them. Which, add that to my list of things I'm just not going to do right now. I'm not going to hop in an Uber. But if you want to hop in an Uber. Did he ahead. give them tickets? He did not. Because, you know, said, because you know what? If, if you feel like going left, you go left. It's not a big no, deal. No, it's not that at all, Donna. That's not the reasoning not that, that he did not write deal. tickets. The reason that he didn't write tickets is because we're in the middle of a pandemic. And as he said. There's people, bigger fish to fry. There are. You know, and people are, are struggling right now. And he said, I'm not going to write unless you're, you know, blatantly. What did they say to him? One of the Uber driver said that he did not know that you could go left on red. See? Yeah. And Richie had to explain to him that there's a solid left arrow. That means you can't go left on red. Right. So. Left. You can go right, but you can't go left. <laughs> Here's my thing about it. I Again, what I do when I don't do this a lot, but when I do go left on red, which there's, I'm telling you, there are situations where it's appropriate. You do need to pause. And turn your head both ways. You know what I mean? Don't just gun it. Because then you're not going left on red. Let me explain this. Then you're running a red light. Just to get more in depth into this. Okay? There's a difference. There's a difference in going left on red and running a red light. If you gas it, you're running a red light. If you pause, sit for a minute, and you're like, this is ridiculous. It's taking too long and Mm -hmm. no one's coming. Then you can go left. Okay. All right. Um. Quick note, we did have the U.S. Navy Blue Angels and the Air Force Thunderbirds in Atlanta I know saluting the uh, healthcare all. workers. But you got to see it on social media. Yes. You wanted to travel. To I go did. To no. Hashtag stay at home. Okay. Now you're going to stay home. <laughs> but I'm not. I'm, I, I knew it was going to be 10 it, seconds. It was very crowded. People and, said and, wherever they went to watch them, there were the But who didn't predict not. that that was going to happen? You know? Yeah. That there was going to, you know, anyway, anyway. So, so I knew that I'd be able to see it literally nearly in real time on, if not real time on social media, I think channel two carried it live. You know, they had news chopper two up in the air and we we're filming the entire thing. I think their intention was too for them to fly over, over they were trying to get over different neighborhoods, you well, know, no, they're not at all. They were trying to get over big areas, areas. Of, I know, of but they went through like Brookhaven hospitals. and Roswell. Oh, Brookhaven yeah, that's why they started at Wellstar Kennestone in Kennesaw. <laughs> oh. And then came down to Pill Hill in Sandy Springs. I did not did know a, that. You didn't know that? No, and I did not. And then went down to Grady into Atlanta Medical Center and then south. Yeah. No, I did not uh, yeah. know that. Well, the, yeah. The, the whole. I knew the purpose of the flight, but I didn't know that that's what. I knew it was included in the flight path, but I didn't. 
And that, that was the that's, whole purpose of the No, format. I knew that, but I thought that they were kind of trying to hit different areas. So yeah. my point was, I was hoping they were going to get close to Alpharetta. And they didn't. The reason I bring this up, though, is um, there was a hospital in New Orleans, and I, maybe it was, we'll say the Air National Guard of New Orleans, I don't know, or Louisiana, um, but they decided to do a flyover over one of their hospitals to salute the healthcare workers. And it was a, like a 1960 B 52. And I'll be damned if the catalytic converter didn't drop out of the plane Stop. and land in the parking lot of the hospital. <laughs> Nobody was hurt. Nobody was injured, but can you imagine? And I don't know that it was a catalytic converter. I don't even know if the plane has a catalytic converter. That's just the only thing mechanical I can come it up with right big, now. It was the big doohickey thing. It, it was fell. the big doohickey thing and it fell out of the sky. And, and so Don, we, we, we certainly did not laugh about the story, but you and I find humor in, in, in ways many, many would not. Although maybe that's the connection you have with us on this podcast is I'm just as sick as they are. <laughs> and I love the way they talk. You and I were laughing about how that's what happens when you don't crank up a B-52 for decades and then try to fly it, chances are something's going to wiggle loose. But the, the but same thing applies. People. The same thing applies to Six Flags over Georgia. Oh yes, absolutely. Those roller coasters and, and rides, they sat through the off season, but now are continuing to sit through the pandemic because I know, shocking, the governor camp did not open amusement parks. Yeah. But but the longer they sit there without being oiled and, and Ooh, the rustier they get. Tightened and lubed and whatever they do to the screws and things on these big roll the bolts. Can you imagine? Is something going to shake loose? You don't want to be the first out of the gate. So. You know what I mean? Plus, they have that 16-year-old kid that you always see. Because when I take the kids, I get on and I'm like, I ask them. The, I, the kids hate going to Six Flags with me. Okay, I am not like this at like Disney World, but at Six Flags, I have questions for the panel. So when the roller coasters are getting ready to start, I'm like, have you had training? Because it's always like that 16-year-old yeah. kid who looks like his mama just dropped him off in the parking lot in his uniform. <laughs> have you been on a rager all night? Have you been home? <laughs> and just said, you've got to earn some money. So I'm like, okay, have you all had right. proper training? We're going to get a letter from yeah. Six Flags. Do you know how to stop this thing? Okay. All yeah. Right. All right. But I'm sure that when they do open, they'll... They'll have all the safety procedures. Again, no need for the disclaimer. I just assume the sale. Don't be the first Sky, one on. I, you know, don't don't be the first one on the screen machine. Yeah, and if you are our friends, it hurt nine one one. All right, ten thousand plus cases handled. Over one hundred million dollars won. Free consultation. Injured in a car accident. One eight hundred hurt nine one one can help. Top personal injury lawyers and doctors. See, that's that, that, that's what happens here. They handle all the stress of. Uh, everything for you after your car accident. You don't need to search for the chiropractor, for doctors or other specialists. They handle all of those calls for you. You make one call and they take it from there. Take your recovery to the bank. Hurt 911 has doctors to help you recover, experienced attorneys that get you the compensation you deserve. 1 800 Hurt 911. That's the number 1 800 Hurt 911. If you would like to see a photo of Harry Styles' Nono Square. Okay. It will be included in the letter. This That's Saturday. like a bait and switch. Huh? <laughs> That's a bait and switch. We're trying to get people to. Uh, to His no no square is covered by Pete the Cat's pants. If you remember from a past pod, when Donna had to, uh, our fourteen year old daughter Charlotte has is just obsessed with Harry Styles. I was up in a room uh, the past week, and it's Shocking. been probably Easter since I was up there. No kidding. And so she has. Remember the remember the conversation we had about we don't care what our kids put on our walls. Well, just subscribe to the letter so that this Saturday in your inbox around nine o'clock hits a, a 30 second video of me walking into Charlotte's room for the first time since Easter. And she must have listened to that episode of the podcast where we said, we don't care. You can, you can drive nails in your walls and we don't care. 
I would you, you'll be shocked when you see this video. Let the record show tribute, that I, I, I did care and I do care. And yeah, it's, well, there's no turning back. There's now. no turning back. Yeah. So uh, the letter is is absolutely free, and you can sign up by texting left on red, no spaces. Red is in the color R E D. Text left on red to the number two two eight two eight, and it's like a um. Uh, uh, an addition to the podcast. It's it's pictures, visuals from from the stories that you've heard us talk about during the week's two episodes. When things start to break open, we're going to do continue uh, with all kinds of exclusive contesting and giveaways and things like that. And we also do alternative titles from the week. Uh, Hans Appen writes the title of each episode in the episode notes, and that's people have said to me, "What do you look forward to? Do you or do you listen release day?" I, I normally don't listen on release day, but I always check to see what Hans has made the title of the episode because we don't control that at all. But as a kind of a joke, Hans would send me uh, alternative titles that he considered and did not use for whatever reason. And so I thought I would always get a laugh out of that. And I thought, you know what, let's include the alternative titles in the letter so everybody can, you know, laughter is contagious, Donna. I know. So it makes me laugh. It's my hope that it makes you laugh. So alternative titles are included in the letter. Uh, dirty photos and uh, oh huh? did we remove like, those? Yes. Were we asked to remove the dirty photo photo yes. album, the we, dirty pic photo album. We did. Uh, Donna's happy of the week is yes. always included in the letter and, uh, check, uh, you know, it's just another way for us to spend Saturday mornings together. All right. So, you know, that, um, I hope, you know, if you're listening to this on release day, let me give you a little disclaimer. Mother's day in a pandemic is this Sunday, mother's day. Yep. So I know everyone has these ideas of like, you know, what do you, what does my wife want? What do mothers want? Should I get her? Should I have the kids make her breakfast? Should breakfast? Should I um, have balloons? Should we do a little champagne toast? What should we do for mama? Here's what mama wants. We want to get in our car, crack open some wine coolers, listen to some Def Leppard and be away from all of you guys. Does period. that involve a driver? Hopefully. It'd have to. Yes. Get us a driver. That'd be great. Like a stretch limo with just us in it. No kids. None of you. We love our kids. We love you. But what moms want the most is to be away, to not be with their children, to not be with their husband. If I'm being totally honest. I mean, we love being around you and like the little homemade things that the kids do. I have every single one of them. I love the Mother's Day lunches. But you're not going to have one for 2020. Because, no. Because you know, moms and dads won't have anything for 2020. Well, you could do something Dad's on your not going to get that ashtray. But you could, you could, if you're a husband, you could facilitate that crafting project with okay. your child. All right. We're three days before Mother's Day, so. Mm-hmm. Could make like something. All right. But I'm just telling you what mothers want more than anything. That's why on Father's Day, that's the greatest day because what moms can do is say, I know you love spending time with all the kids. So here you go. Happy Father's Day. And you want the same thing on Mother's Day. No, we don't. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Do. We, yeah. We just want to want away yeah. from the kids exactly. and your husband. But on Father's Day, we like to give the kids to you guys and say, since you don't get as much time with them, here's all the kids. Happy Father's Day. Do I celebrate Mother's Day with you or with my mom? Okay. We have been through this a million times. Every year we times. have this conversation. Okay. You celebrate it. Well, you celebrate both. Do you? If they're here. Well, I think you celebrate. Celebrate with your wife. But I mean, yes, you send your mom. But a you're con- not my mom. Right. But I'm your wife. You're the mother of my kids. Right. No, well, of course you would send you send your mom like flowers or cards or if you're here, like we used to have one big Mother's Day luncheon with my mom and everybody included, all the moms included. Right. But you you always wanted the kids, this is where it got wonky, you always wanted the kids to send Mother's Day cards to your mother. Well, my mother expected Mother's Day cards from the kids for some reason. It wasn't that I necessarily wanted it. But 
Yeah. You know, if you have a big blended family, yeah. it's like a, 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 a production line in a Chinese sweatshop. On Mother's Day, because you have stepmother's cards, you have mother's cards, you have grandmother's cards, and the kids just sit there, and literally, you just spin cards around the Lazy Susan, and the kids are signing them. Don't even know who they're signing them for. I've gotten a card before where it didn't say mom. It said, like, dear Donna or something. Like I'm like, okay, what on earth? From, like, Olivia. You uh, know? Like, it's like, what what are they doing? You know? Well, that was my system. <laughs> okay. That was my system. But, happy, I, you know, I... Certainly want to wish you a happy Mother's Day. Thank you. You are an unbelievable mother to uh, not only our two daughters, Olivia and Charlotte, but I've told the story and I'll share it quickly again that, that when Will moved, uh, when Will joined our family in Georgia when he was in kindergarten, um, from that moment on, you embraced him as if he was your very own. And you never once said to me, and never have said to me, he's your son, he's your child, you take care of it. Never. And I can't help but imagine that that conversation has played out. Many times a week in many blended families, homes uh, across the world. Well, thank you. And you know, I'm kidding. We love our kids. All of our mom, uh, all mean, of us listen, moms. It's do. been we, it's been it's been a little rough here during the quarantine. You know, I they're mean, around us a lot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hit the website and check out some of the famous name brands, closeouts, and overstocks available now at Gallery Furniture. They're on Brownsburg Road in Gainesville. But for now, shop online at askforthewolfman.com. A tobacco finish kitchen table with six swivel stools, three ninety nine is the price now. Ask for Marilyn, for Shane, for Chris, Donna, or even uh, Donna's daughter Marilyn, who's really calling the shots. Up at the games of location, uh, name brands and, and good quality at a great price. You're going to get the best deal possible. You're going to be shopping local, and do they have financing available too? Recliners from two ninety nine. Tons of bedding options to suit any preference. Ask for the Wolfman.com Gallery Furniture Browns Bridge Road in Gainesville. I did see a Facebook post that got a lot of traction. Somebody a listener of the podcast tagged me on it. I don't know who originally started. I'd never heard of her. She does braids in East Point. And it was a picture of Donna and the Wolfman with that the blue background behind them from one of their commercials where they're yes. sitting like at the uh the anchor desk or whatever and they're reading they have their yes. copy holding up and uh, I think the woman who does braids in East Point started the, the 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 post by saying, "You've lived in Atlanta a long time. If you remember this classic duo, yeah, if you know who they, they are, are indeed. So. Yes, you can All consider right. yourself." Donna's decided that it's time to RV across America. I'm so excited. I mean, damn, I am so excited, and I'm just putting it out into the world that, like, if Camping World wants to sponsor this podcast, I am in. I am in. Imagine the hours of humorous footage we could have with us camping. Here's here's where this started. Okay. When all of this came about and people were like, when it first started, the self-isolation and so forth, people were like, oh, are you guys going to go up to the mountain house? And we're like, no, because Julie won't give us the gate code. Okay. But Julie's there. Okay. And here's the other reason you have to like, <laughs> I even told Will her birthday was like late April. I don't even know when her birthday is, but you were kind enough to, well, you were kind enough to give us another example of what a great mother you are. You got cards. For Jujana, for the kids to sign and send in the mail. And and I said to Will, I said, son, if you don't mind, put P.S. Would you please give Daddy the damn gate code so we can enjoy our mountain house? But we anyway. haven't heard back from Jujana. Anyway. Yeah. But you have to, like, board your dogs because we can't. the dogs go crazy when they go up there. There's so much to smell. So we have to, like, we would have to board them for, like, a month. But then I started thinking. I'm like, and then you were talking about, like, a boat. And I'm like, yeah, but you're still, you have to drive up there, unload it, pack all that stuff. Clean and, it. Yeah. And then I started, I don't know what I saw. But it was these people who were RVing and they were young RVers because I always think of like RVing as like old retired people. And I'm like, that's it. 
And then I went down this rabbit hole one night where I started pricing these RVs and looking at all the different, you know, specifications they had and the beds and the fold outs. Cost. And, oh my gosh, I'm in. Because basically you put everybody in the RV, including the cats and the dogs and everybody, and you just take off. And imagine you can just drive the entire country stopping at different places. Like, what do you want to see today? If you want to stay two nights in the Valdosta RV park, head on down. If you want to stay seven nights in the Grand Canyon, I mean, can you imagine? Doesn't it just sound awesome? I can't. Why? I just, I'm allergic to the outdoors. I'm just not a fan of being outside. Then stay in the RV. Don't come out. Are you wanting like an RV that you drive like a truck or one that you hook up on the back of a truck. No, we, it's we got to drive it like a fifth wheel. You got to drive. Did you know how much those things cost? I those know, are hundreds of thousands of dollars, Don. We can't. I mean, so are beach houses. I'm, on, I'm, but on, I'm just saying, like, I'm on empty. My fuel gauge on empty right now. And you want to well, buy a half million dollar RV and travel the country? I think we can finance it. But anyway, let's just look into it at least. And I'm not. I was telling Olivia and Charlotte about it because we went again hiking this weekend. I'm becoming quite the outdoors woman. I got to tell you. So this My past femur is still still sore. hurting. So this past weekend, we hiked Indian Seats up at Sawney Mountain. I'm sure it's beautiful. It was gorgeous. But I was telling the girls on the hike about my RV ID, and they were like, you should have heard them. Who's going to drive it? I said, Dad. They're like, Ma, we're not going. They said he clips mailboxes on Freemanville in his truck, much less <laughs> trying to negotiate like an RV through the Appalachian well, Mountains. I, I would not drive it. Well, were we going to hire a driver? Yeah, that just like we'd have to hire a skipper. If we That's, had a boat. Now, now we're getting costly. I'm sorry. Well, here's what we can do, though. We can we can place the, you know, there's a lot of people looking for jobs right now. And we could place the job, and it would be multi, you'd have, like, maybe you move into the basement, and you're the skipper of the boat that we don't have, and the driver of the RV that we don't have. Mm -hmm. But you also. The light bulb replacer also, that, that we don't and have. And you pick up the dog poop in the yard. Okay. You know, we can, we can add on to make it a full-time position. Yes. yes. So consider that. In the letter this Saturday, you're going to see all kinds of pictures about uh, of hometown heroes. Thank you for submitting those. Continue to do that. Uh, make sure you uh, post on my page on social, or at least tag me at ATL Cadillac, so that we can see them and use the hashtag Hurt Nine One One Hero. But uh, getting so many that uh, you know, uh, truck drivers and educators, and of course doctors and nurses. Um, when I had lunch with uh, Richie and Raider this week, uh, I took uh, two of the Hometown Hero t-shirts to Richie, one for him, one for his wife, who's a sergeant in the Milton Police Department. Yeah. Um, so thank you to uh, Hurt911 and also to John Landris at Threads Inc. in Hiawassee for helping us out with this project to just uh, give some recognition and a standing virtual uh, or virtual standing ovation, virtual standing out to the people that so deserve it during, um, during the pandemic. Our Hometown Heroes, we salute you. Um, we had rustic chicken and potato. I kept mispronouncing this, Don. A gratin. gratin. It was okay. so good. Let me tell you about this from Dinner Affair. Three steps. Marinated chicken and potatoes. Uh, you dump them in a large baking dish. They've been marinating in the bag. Covered 25 minutes. Break, uh, bake at 375. Then you sprinkle some topping. It's uh, Monterey Jack and cheddar cheese with bacon. Put it back in on cover for 10 minutes. Rest for five. Serve with a ranch dipping sauce. Bam, dinner's done. Three it steps. so good. Three simple steps with Dinner Affair. Um, there's a, a six dinner price that's one twenty nine. When you take off thirty dollars, which is the discount you get on your first order for using the promo code Caddy, it's under hundred dollars for your first order at Dinner Affair. Menu changes every month. The main menu: coconut Thai green curry mussels have been added. Crusted chicken with jalapeno corn salsa. 
and yeah. even uh, Korean beef rice, uh, rice bowls are on the main menu at Dinner Affair. Dinner, A-F-A-R-E.com. Dinner, A-F-A-R-E.com. Dinner Affair. Um, pre-chop, pre-prep, giving you more time. And great meals, too. Pod Peeps. Donna Sweat. I love it, Donna. Donna's a hometown hero. She's a nurse in, in, in Athens. In her message to me, she writes, I'm not looking for a T-shirt. Oh, okay. But guess what Donna's looking for? She's looking for a man. Uh, yeah, in a tight T-shirt. I put myself through nursing school when my daughter was in undergrad and my son was in high school. Raised him on my own. Now they're stable, professionals. Dating at my age is tough. I'm not looking for a T-shirt. Help me find a good, solid man. I love this. Listen to your podcasts. Love listening to you and Donna. By the way, my dad went to high school with the Wolfman. That's three special Donnas right there. Donna referring to herself, Donna Sweat. And Donna from My Gallery. My beautiful Donna and Donna from Gallery Furniture. Uh, let's put our heads together and devise a plan for the perfect man for me. <laughs> so I send back a message to Donna, and I write, I love it. Tell me three things you're most looking for in a man. Because I think we need a quarantine connection here. I do, too. She writes, confident, not cocky. Mm-hmm. Good sense of humor, respectful of others and himself. Another important factor, what I call well-rounded. I can be a frou-frou girl, hair, uh, hair nails, heels, etc., but I love the outdoors too, hiking, riding, motorcycles, love sporting events, and anything outdoors. And then all the way here to the Appen Podcast Network, she sent me another. Did she add easy on the eyes? She I, No, she didn't. She didn't. I think she's just looking for somebody, Donna. Just a good, solid with. man. Yes. Hang on, let me pull this up. Uh, here she goes. Uh, she says, uh, thank you. Uh, no, I'm not a crazy nurse. I just dedicated my life to raising my children once I got them and myself through college. I feel it's been difficult to meet people. On another note, love the fact you're taking control of your life after your termination. I'm sure you're seeing some of the benefits of this favor they did for you. Have a great day. So um, here's what I said to Donna. Send me a picture, and we're going to include it in the letter. Yes. I'm the middleman. I'm not going to give you Donna's information. No, we've got to protect Donna. But Donna's looking for someone who is... um, and Looking for be, company and and and, and it could be heavy someone, petting and, and oh my gosh she didn't say that it could be someone back. who's like her whose kids are grown and like All empty right. nester and just looking for someone to like go and do things with and it is very hard to find people I think it's hard to find people at any age but I think the dating apps and all of that for um, people who and it's it has something to do with being older people it's just people who um, they weren't used to dating that way like why would you want to date right now on an app so she needs she needs a good solid man. Conversation, connection. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Shane Tetter, Tetter, Tetterton. Is, her, is that who he is? He her man? No, Don. He's a pod peep. Oh, he's a captain and a paramedic for Woodstock Fire. And he sent a tweet and said, uh, "Enjoying some Core Fifty Seven hype songs this morning. Getting ready to head to the fire station. Good way to get going." Hashtag essential workers. Hashtag my second act. So, but his um his social media handle is at Tater fourteen oh nine. Do you think he's single? I've seen his. Very pixelated profile pic here in the cut and paste of the tweet that he has, I think, two sons. So I, I, I I don't know, Don. I don't know that we're into breaking up families and things. I think that. Well, let's see. You know, okay. Reach out I mean, to us. I guess more downloads are all about it. So. Let, reach out to us at right. Tater14. You had one about Smurf Berries. Oh, yes. So Janice Wright reached out to me and she said, I think I heard you say on the last pod something in passing about, do you remember Smurf Berries? And we were talking about. You were talking about how you almost accidentally downloaded the ACDC compilation, which was $199.99 on iTunes. There should be a second step, not just your thumbprint, to order something that pricey on iTunes. And I said to you, 
hello, do you remember Smurf fairies? But Smurf fairies were, if you have kids like our age who are probably like preteens or teens now, there was that Smurf game that came out. And it was one of the first games that was released like through that you could play on your, you know, phone. And you had to have Smurf berries, just like in, you know, Fortnite now, you have to have gear and everything. There's always in-app There's purchases. always something, in-app That's purchases. How they make money. But there was no authentic authentication, authentication, however you say that, pro, uh, program at the time. And so, you you know, they w- it would just pop up in the game and say, would you like to buy Smurf berries? And all the kids had to do was say, yes. And Charlotte, I think it was Charlotte, it was either Charlotte and Olivia or maybe a combination of the two, ordered $714 worth of Smurf berries. And these things, and again, this was before Apple would let you know every time someone was, you know, doing something or whatever, but these charges started coming through on the phone and it was like, what is going on? And she didn't know that they weren't free. She just thought, yeah, I need more Smurf berries. Apple did not refund our money, by the way. Who intro the show? A big salute to U.S. Navy Lieutenant Keelan Johnson of Chesterfield, Virginia. And Lieutenant Johnson's mother is Karen Newberger, who lives here in Alpharetta, Georgia, where we record the podcast for episodes twice a week. And uh, Lieutenant Kellen wanted to wish her mother a happy Mother's Day, which is this weekend. And she serves our country at Camp Lemonier, Lemonier, which is in whoo, um, somewhere. Djibouti. In the Horn of Africa. So, happy Mother's Day to all the moms, but to thank you for your service. Yes, thank you for your uh, service. Lieutenant Johnson, and happy Mother's Day to your mother, Karen Newberger, who lives with us here in Alpharetta, Georgia. We have a small ask of you, three things. If uh, you have the time, it really, truly would mean a lot to us. Number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Number two, rate and leave five-star reviews for the pod. And number three, show our sponsors some love. And our very... Uh, we're so grateful and thankful for our sponsors, including 1-800-HURT-911. Tracy Cousineau and Real Estate Expert Advisors. Gallery Furniture in Gainesville. Dinner Affair. And Wellstar, more than healthcare, people care. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. 